basketball. Yeah, I mean, honestly, anymore to math, I don't know if it, if they do it. Well, you can't be two sport athletes there. I mean, you can. Don't get me wrong. Brian Westbrook, that played for the Eagles, was a massive two sport athlete. There's a there's they're just over the years, it's gotten less and less. Yeah, that's one thing that's kind of weird. Like, uh, I've had a couple of chats with my parents about that. They're like, "Do you wish that we'd had you like focus in one?" one sport or whatever. And I'm like, no, I liked having like a different sport for every season, you know? Like it really takes the fun out of a sport when you do it all the time. I mean, that was like swimming at, at school. I mean, they managed to suck the life out of a very fun sport in like a month and a half. Yup. Yeah, a lot of college athletes have the same complaint, man. It's just nonstop. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you remember, I like this topic, but do you remember uh, there was this guy, I just read about him again in SI, like in the 80s and his dad, like basically his dad groomed him to be like this next future quarterback love it right so like the dad makes him like like he this is the 80s so he's way way ahead of like the fitness stuff and what the kid should be eating this and that but all the kid does is football he goes to sc he performs well at usc then he becomes i want to say the number one draft pick plays like a year or two of the nfl and is like i hate football and never played again wow yeah what's his name God. I want to read about that guy. Yeah, I love stuff like that, man. When when the parent is like trying to project their dreams on the kid, and then it all you know kind of blows up in their face. Right? And, and also, obviously, deal with the fact of being like one dimensional. You know, I mean, you know, the best athletes are multi sport athletes, in my opinion. You get some pure play guys, but somebody like um, uh, who the hell is that super elusive quarterback, Michael Vick? I mean, oh yeah, Michael Vick. Look, he might not have had as successful of a career as somebody like. Um, uh, Matt Ryan, but athletically superior, in my opinion. Now, is Matt Ryan better for football? Maybe. But, like, you t- pick, play any sport, you want Michael Vick on your team. Dog yeah. fighting aside. Uh, right. That's the other thing. He lost uh, years of his career to go to prison. Yeah. Todd Marinovich. Todd Marinovich. Yeah. Todd Marinovich was the guy. Yeah, that's the same guy. Yeah, yeah, anything he, else on there? He's from like Southern image? California, and then right, he was the number one, or he was the twenty fourth pick overall in the nineteen ninety one draft, and then he plays for two years for the Raiders, goes up to win, like plays in Canada for a few years, so basically just is out and just got like burnt out on the sport. Yeah, dude, mm-hmm. it happens, man. You see it with Olympians a lot too. Yes, yeah, so I don't know what fried. I'm of the theory still, even though there's so much specialization on kids these days, like let them play other sports. Dude, and yeah, and I've been seeing, you know, you see the same thing in, in business, too. I mean, we live in a specialization economy, right? And so people get really, really good at one thing. I mean, if you're a knee surgeon, like, that's all you do. And I really think there's a case to be made for the generalist. I think there's a case to be made for somebody who's who's well-rounded. I think you get more, um, well, I, I can't say enjoyment. I don't know what the right term is, but I think there's I think there's there's something to it rather than just going all your time, all your effort in on one tiny, narrow niche thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the, what's the joke people always say about like the, like you're not a Renaissance man, like a, or master of, what's it? Master Jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah. But that, that saying's bunk. There's yeah. like more to that saying. And it's like, oh, yeah, the smart dude knows a bunch of different stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, like Ben Franklin, you know, he was at the, the vanguard of multiple fields. He Elon was on Musk. But everybody knows I hate Ben Franklin. Do you really? No, nah, I just, I prefer to eat chicken on Thanksgiving. He's an American hero. Yeah, remember, which president was he? He wasn't a president. Exactly. Good day. You are listening to a podcast. But this isn't just any podcast. Just any podcast couldn't do this. Or this. What the? This is the podcast. Starring the tense. Starring the tense. Star- the. Uh, starring the Ted Smith and Cobb. The podcast. 
You better wear a helmet now. Woo! What's up? The podcast episode two forty nine. It's your boy the Ted Smith. will be the host of this year podcast. Greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. Uh, to the left of me, he's actually to the right of me. Uh, I've seen him a lot recently. It's, it's been snowy on Capitol Hill. He's always here unless he's somewhere in Southeast Asia on two wheels. He goes by the name of Cobb. Cobb, what's going on? Shares the podcast continue their downward trend as snow blankets Seattle this week, forcing the boys to run Harvard ads to make ends meet. The sharks are swirling as Russian shipping magnates reportedly looking at leveraged buyout opportunities for the beleaguered cast. Will Ted and his crew pull through, or are the boys about to become Putin's new propaganda machine? (laughs) (laughs) All right, back there on the wheels of steel, getting the studio set up. Keeping Cobb double hydrated today. Matt Comer, the producer, MCTP. What's up, Matt? Hey, Ted. How you doing, man? Awesome. The snow was great. The commute was even better today. And, yeah, feeling good. I mean, I think. look, here's the deal. The snow, Friday night into Saturday... And I, I actually had to go to a, a, a unfortunate somber event Saturday morning. So, like, when I got up Saturday morning and was on the roads, there was nobody out there. And it was still kind of chaos. But, like, Saturday afternoon, the sun came out and, like, the snow was all on the ground. It was still white. It was nice. Like, everybody was loving it. Now, today we're in that zone of, like, it's gotten super slushy. It's dirty. It's just kind of laying around. Here's, yeah, it's sloppy seconds out there. I came up with this theory last week. I've been waiting to break it out. <laughs> right? And I came up with this Friday when I was walking home and it was snowing. Snowfall is the beginning of a relationship. Beautiful. (laughs) Quiet. Uh, Everybody has fun in it. Now, there's risk, but while you're walking home in the snow, not a huge risk. You fall in the snow. Exciting. Now, the end of the relationship is the slush. All right? It's not as much fun. It's dirty, and it's almost dangerous. And you just went out of it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just went out of it is the key. (laughs) You have no idea how pleased I was with myself fair on, analogy. on Friday when I came up with this analogy. Yeah, because like, you might, like, slipping in the snow is one thing, but <laughs> slipping in slush. Like, like, look, I stay on foot, so I have been trucking through the slush the last couple of days. Like, all right, this sucks now. Dude, what's funny is I just picture you coming up with it, and that's what's better to me. Is like you just – I picture you, like, hitting the joint, and you look down like, snow. Like life. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I was walking home Friday. I was like, this is a great theory. I mean, randomly, the first person I broke it out on was my mom. I was like, hey, mom, 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 listen to this one. What do you think? She's like, even my mom was like, that's pretty funny. Ted, you got to get a girlfriend. She she was like, that's pretty funny. Come on, mom. Oh, man. (laughs) So, dude, my mom was like on me about grandkids a couple weeks ago. I was like, mom, I haven't dated anyone seriously in like seven years. Give me a break here. We got to crawl before we ball. Yeah, but you're still in that zone, right? Because you guys are, what, 32? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So you're, you're still in that zone. The zone See, of fertility? Yeah, now that I'm 38, like, people don't even ra- ask anymore. <laughs> they, they ask more like, what have you been up to? <laughs> oh, you know, just enjoying my copious free time and extra money? <laughs> yeah. Well, some, I've talked about this before. Sometimes it's a weird question, too. Is it's like, I've had the same job for 14 years. Like, what's new? Like, not a ton. Like, I've been working out a little more, but like... I don't know. Like, like I know because I'm going home next week. Like I'll get that question a bunch. It's like, yeah, same job. Really hit my rhythm. Yeah, right. Like, and I get it. It's just part of conversation. People always say it, but like, I don't know. I'm just like, what's up? What's going on? What's new? What's what's been new with you? Like, uh, I don't know. Like, like smashing a lot of strange beef out there. What do you want me to say, mom? (laughs) What do you want me to say? Right? It's so people. It's a player's paradise. Right? I was like, motherfucker, you would know if something massive had happened in my life. Like, you probably would have seen it somewhere or heard about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I haven't seen you in almost a year. I snuck off, got married, and I'm pumping out a kid. Exactly. Yeah. I got a new job. It's been a crazy year. 
Dude, it makes you see though why, like when when you say the same thing to people with kids, like they just give you update, like inane, useless updates about their kids. Like, oh well, Jim's in second grade now, graduated from first grade. It's like, yeah, but you don't have to ask people with kids because they post every damn thing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, ain't that the truth? (laughs) Well, yeah, and once they have kids, there's always something new because it's but but it's new for the kids and the parents just experiencing it as a parent. But, at but least, I will say this, though, like, parents, though, like, they have, like, me asking, like, somebody, like, what's going on, what's new, and you're like, oh, my son's in fourth grade now, this has changed. Like, that's, to me, that seems like more updated knowledge and just like, nah, I'm doing the same job. Right, that's what I'm saying. That's true. Maybe we should invent some cool story for you. Take back East with you. Yeah, I mean, look, I have cool stories. I'm not going to talk about the trips I went on or whatever. No, I'm talking like it needs to be, like, un- unprovable that it's false, but just, like, just enough to spice up the cocktail hour. I don't yeah. know. We can think of some salacious. Got things. him pretty deep with a loan shark. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, like, that's a perfect type of thing. I was like, what? Don't really want to talk about it, but I, I'll get it resolved. Yeah. yeah. I don't right. want to talk about it, but I'm heading to Reno this weekend. We're going to be up. Yeah. Like the juice was running. All right. There was points on that money. I was not aware of that. <laughs> How much do you know about horse racing? <laughs> right? Dude, you know what? Maybe I should do that. Like, honestly, like, no, I still no, like pizza and beer, but I went ahead and threw in uh, gambling. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Like, let's update this and get a new addiction in there. Yeah. I moderated a couple of my vices and picked up a new one. Yeah. Three words, Uncle Steve. Playing the ponies. Think about it. <laughs> <laughs> what have I been up to? Are you familiar with the word parlay? <laughs> Triple factor. Right. That's what I'm up to. <laughs> How's your boy? <laughs> Just come in real aggressive. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. Old new Ted, gold chain, open shirt, <laughs> new muscles. Who this? <laughs> Who this? Oh, this is 2019, son. You know about that? <laughs> Actually, that's a lie. I'm collecting the debts. Oh, you didn't know? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, <laughs> that is funny, man. Just bold face lie. That's not a bad call. If you're going to do it, you got you to own it. You got to come in hot. Yeah, and the you only one, right? Like my cousin Tom, who I'll see this weekend, and like my brother are probably going to hear this, but nobody else will. So. <laughs> Tom, they can D- back you up. Yeah, Tom, DB, Chris, just whatever I go with, just just follow me on that. Whatever one. comes out of that mouth, you're in. Yeah, and if you want to add in and make it more ridiculous, jump yeah, in. Yeah, little subplots. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And you've known about it; it's not news to you. Yeah, right. Like, oh, oh you're you- just finding out. Is he telling that story again? God damn! One black eye. <laughs> <laughs> it almost sounded like you said one black guy. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Yesterday, somebody said, like, do you have a black eye? I was like, no. Why do you think I have a black eye? All right. I don't know. I was very defensive. Like, no, man. You think I got punched? And I didn't punch him back? Uh, for people that don't live in the Seattle area, uh, the snow here has had an effect. Uh, yes. Yeah. So, number one, I was going to say, if, you're, if, if you've never been to Seattle or you don't live downtown, like, people in Seattle will wear, I'm one of these people, I'm guilty of it, right? It could be 45, 50, and I'll still be wearing just a hoodie and a knit cap. Like, when it snowed and it's been wet and damp, as I've been saying, it's been damp enough for, like, people are wearing actual winter gear. Oh, yeah. and they've, full, like, full stop. Yeah, and they've, like, switched up, and, like, everybody's rocking their snowboard. I mean, I'm wearing snowboard and socks right now. My snow pants are still in my living room because yeah, I just been putting them on when I go outside. Yeah. Yeah, that's the right move. Yeah, there's people in gaiters. Pe- I mean, all, all the gear is out. I'm wearing my boots right now. I was on a snowboard on Capitol Hill two days ago. 
Were you really? Sledding on the snowboard, but yeah. Nice. Saturday or Sunday after I saw you? Uh, That was Sunday after you saw me. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Nice. I went to sleep quick. I did not. <laughs> Cobb and I, again, nowadays live very close to each other. So we, we met up a couple times this weekend. Also, frozen pizzas. There was a couple in my life this weekend. <laughs> like, I got it. Seeing a couple new frozen pizzas? The freschetta, like, it had been years since I had a freschetta, and I was like, damn, that's a good frozen pizza. Freschetta yeah, doesn't dude. play around. She's got no. it. No. Even though I tried to burn it by opening the oven to check on it. Ooh. Freschetta's hot right now, man. She knows what she's doing. DiGiorno is the past. Freschetta might be the future. DiGiorno's good, though. I can't, like, I can't do DiGiorno dirty like that. It's got me through a lot of hard times. Has but. anybody had that square one, the DiGiorno one, though? Miles swears by it. Like, is it like a deep dish type thing or like yeah. a Detroit thing? It's like a Detroit style one. I saw it, but it was like $5 more on like a $6 pizza. I just couldn't, I couldn't justify it. Yeah. It's also funny, like, is it like the beer companies? Like, if you go to a lot of bars and they have like Bud products, then they'll only kind of sell beers that are related to Bud. So you'd still see like an Elysian in there because it's owned by Budweiser. Mm-hmm. And then some bars will have like... Well, some bars will have it all. Some will just have like Miller Coors kind of beers and stuff they sling because they're really. So, like, is frozen pizza the same way? It's like my corner store has like tombstones, like the Celeste pizzas, and a bunch of DiGiorno's, but no freschettas. My guess is that it's not. I mean, grocery stores, you pay slotting fees, but I think generally speaking, as far as like product mix, they're pretty agnostic because you see Coke and Pepsi both in a grocery store. Yeah, it's a good point. I just didn't know if frozen pizza was more diligent and just angry about it and they're like hey look you want all our products from from DiGiorno can't have the freshetta in here the thing is it's also very likely that they have the same distributor I mean it's likely they're being brought to the store in the same truck man you know just side by side it wouldn't shock me yeah Hell, it wouldn't even shock me if it was owned by the same company or made by the same people I mean that equipment's expensive I think a lot of those frozen pizza companies are owned by one giant conglomerate yeah because I know I've seen the thing where they like are rapid fire making our, making oh. them and it takes a high speed photo of every one and it kicks it off if it doesn't look enough like the comparison picture so it uses like AI to com- compare the two photos super fast they've been doing that for years kind of okay. cool yeah they were a little bit ahead of the game pretty sure you told me that before yeah because it sounds familiar yeah DiGiorno man I wonder if people that listen to this cast like recall all the information because I know you've told like we we've been doing it for 249 episodes now <laughs> like oh. there's there's been some repetition but with us it's like did you tell me that before on the cast did I see that myself too right but I wonder like how often do we repeat ourselves and how much do listeners notice <laughs> Why don't we talk a lot off the cast, too? Right. That's what I'm yeah. saying. So for us, there's, it's just it's impossible to keep track of everything. By yeah. the way, harahachi boo is that Japanese eating thing we we're talking about. Okay. The frozen pizzas are weird to me also, like depending on what mood I'm in. So it's like like the Tatonis, like party pizza. Tatinos. Tatinos. I don't know why they went square. I liked them round. But uh, like that to <laughs> me. Sorry, I did. I'm with you. That to me is like a, almost like a little snack. Like, that's not the same as buying, like, a freschetta or a DiGiorno. Oh, that's when I'm, like, feeling at my all-time low is when I go to Tino's. The party pizza? Like, that's when I feel like I'm just, like, I'm short on cash. Like, I'm hurting emotionally, and I'm just like, you know what? You don't deserve DiGiorno today. You don't deserve freschetta today. Like, get that to Tino's. I used to always get them when I was sick. I did not last week when I was sick. This, this is a part where I'm just like, guess I'm getting pizza after this. Are oh, yeah. <laughs> What's the step up from Totino's before you hit, or I guess like what, Red Baron's in there? Yeah, and then like the big Celeste, not the tiny one. It's Celeste, am I thinking of the right I don't brand? know that I've ever. Tony's? Yeah, Tony's? There's, the there's some. Orange fr- one? I feel like you're thinking of the Baron. 
which the Baron's mini pizzas I can back. They're big pizzas. Not bad, but there's better out there. Then I would probably rank it stack ranked DiGiorno next, but they're a big step above. And then Freshetta just slightly above that. Freshetta stuffed crust with sauce, like the sauce stuffed crust, if possible, but I'm not sure if they make it anymore. They have yeah, it's dude, tough I am to thinking keep about up. I am thinking about Red Baron's pizzas. Yeah, dude, like the Baron's where it's at, man. He's not bad. DiGiorno, For a budget option, I dig the Baron. DiGiorno has stuffed crust with bacon in it now, too. Bacon okay. and cheese. I to be honest with you, I it's, never really got that on board with the whole bacon craze. I love bacon. It was great as a stuffed crust option. I think that was the last frozen pizza I had. Every time I walk down that aisle, I see a new glorious creation of man. And I'm like, man, I I lucked out being a part of this species. Like, and at this point (laughs) in time where I got this four blocks from my house, like, and it'll take 20 minutes. I was just talking to some girl the other day who's trying to grow that for a living. Like they're going to start growing, basically using very similar, um, <clears throat> very similar technology to how they do the um, stem cell stuff and growing tissue, and they're trying to grow uh, pork, beef, and then uh, what was the other main thing they were We're going to need some stuff like that in the future, man. Well, yeah, because growing organs is a little bit more complicated because they need to work, but growing just things for, like, you know, meat, burgers, patties, whatever. So this company she just joined, they did it, and they the first burger they made, I think, was, like, $200,000 or something. Whoa. Um, but they're, the price is coming down, and so they use, yeah. like, bacteria to grow them. I think uh, that's – Stem cells. Bovines, bovine – Growth hormone stem cells from like the placenta of a, a small calf. I've I've seen like documentaries on the meat industry and stuff, and whatever the long term consequences. Like I, it always comes back to like this is not sustainable, especially at the rate at which people continue to reproduce. Like I don't know what we're gonna do. I'm not you know I think animal proteins are pretty beneficial for health. Um, at least that's what I've found in, in my experience. Obviously, I know vegans. The human like really disagree, and it's like that's fine, but I yeah, it's like if we're gonna keep eating meat, there's gonna have to be some changes and like stuff like that's a really interesting developing field that'll yeah probably play a big role in the next thirty years. Well, and we 50 see years. it, we see it in fish a ton, right? I mean, like if you went to Monterey Bay, California, right? Monterey, like that's famous for uh, Cannery Row, where like the original sardine plants and stuff were, but they fished it all out of there. Like, there's none there now. And I want to say the same thing's happening down in, like, Peru because everybody's taking fish oil supplements. So they're just catching these massive amounts of these little fish that should be for sardines or whatever, and they're just, like, crushing them into fish oil. So I mean, But, like, everybody's like, you can't stop for a season. But the government's kind of like, man, if we don't stop, we're going we're gonna to fish it all out. Yep. Dude, yeah, and there's a couple – there's a myriad of problems that come from that. One is the tragedy of the commons, which I won't go into, but look it up if you're interested. And overfishing is going to continue to be rampant because it's in every individual's self-interest rather than the interest of the ocean. Two, those schools of – I mean, school, fish don't travel by themselves. They travel in schools, these giant balls with a lot of the um, a lot of the sort of like lower on the food chain fish. And the problem is like you fish that out, it doesn't just repopulate. Right? You can't just throw a couple of fish in and it repopulates. You know, it's a it's a whole um, uh, community or hierarchy where you know, like it requires a society. So it's like taking out New York City. Like it doesn't just pop back up. And so that's another thing. And then as far as the protein, you know, the real danger is the emerging middle class in both China and then right behind that India because they're starting to develop a taste for protein. Obviously, you know, one point one billion people. They're going to be able to eat a lot more of it than we can in the U.S. So right now, our you know protein, <clears throat> excuse me, animal protein pounds per person is 
way higher than theirs, but theirs is on the rise, and they love pork. And they got and a lot of bellies. people. Whoa, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, and then right behind them is India. Now they're starting to be able to afford those things, and so then you think about that demand. Think about how much Americans consume, you know, per capita of of everything, yeah. and then you think about like now that's going to happen in China, <laughs> then that's going to happen in India, then that's going to happen all over Africa. So like as third world economies and second world in, in relation to China, since they're former communist, formerly communist, emerged first world, like it's going to get real. Yeah. I mean, the, the, yeah. and the amount of water that the, the meat industry goes through is pretty goddamn baffling. I don't remember any of the stats. I've seen a few documentaries, and it's just like, whoa, dude. So stuff like that, I think, is kind of inevitable in the future. You know, like some some lab-engineered, whatever, genetically modified. Like, that's, I, to me, a lot of that stuff's just inevitable at this point. And, like, you know... We'll see. I, yeah, I mean, look, I'm just as guilty of it as anybody else, Me right? Too. Like, I haven't been, I haven't had a, I haven't been like in a week to get a full grocery order, but like, I have frozen chicken in my freezer. I have some chicken sausages in my fridge. Another package of chicken in there. Like, I have some cans of tuna. Like, there's like protein sitting or animal protein sitting around. Yeah, yeah I eat a ton of meat. I, I'm with you. Yeah, I think it was. I mean, it's something like you could stop showering for a month to try and save water, and you'd be better off like having one less hamburger a month. To, for the amount of gallons that. that you would save. Sometimes, uh, man, I just genet like not genetically, like general, like what is the word I'm looking for? I don't know what he's trying to generally say. just f- it up. Like I'll be like, all right, it's Monday, meatless Monday, and then I'll be like making a salad, and then it's like I threw chicken in there, just like because <laughs> they wanted protein. With, <laughs> duh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's tough. So I try. I mean, I, I I'm trying to be better about that. Like pick a day or two during the week where it's just like you're just gonna eat vegetables. Two fruit. things on that. One, I can't. I honestly can't remember a day that I haven't eaten meat probably in the last 10 years. I'm sure there's one or two in there, but generally speaking, it doesn't happen. Also, as far as like trying to pick a day to do that, where'd you go for your Black Friday thing? Uh, I didn't this Friday. It was snowing. Fair Snow enough. Day. We'll give you a pass. All right, all right, all right. But <laughs> Me next... and the rest of our community will give you a pass. Next week, I'll be uh, in the D.C. area. Uh, by the way, the podcast will be off next week and the week after. No, I'll be oh, back. You'll week be back after. Yeah, right. I'll be, be gone next week. The week so, after for two fifty. So I will. I will get in. My buddy uh, Aaron runs a, uh, a restaurant, MLK Deli, in Southeast DC. So I'll be. I'll be getting in. I don't know if that'll be Friday. It might be a Black Thursday. Hell yeah! Uh, by the way, I think I already mentioned Car-Bar. it. But, uh, uh, trigger warning with Killer Mike. It's the new show I've been watching on Netflix. It's the whole thing about spending money on black businesses. And if you could be an ally, help them out too. So that's taking back Black Fridays. I got well. I'm trying to think of any of them I know were owned by black people, but I found it very um, satisfying to get out in the inclement weather and support small businesses that were still open because most of them were pretty, like, not not a lot of business happening because everybody went to the goddamn grocery store as soon as snow was in the forecast and bought them out and then... You know, that was what they were doing. So we, it felt good to get out there and, like, we hit up a lot of spots in Ballard that were that were open in the snow. Dude, we went to a spot Saturday afternoon. Like, nothing great. We just went to grab lunch. And it was packed. Really? Like, NFL Sunday packed. And the bar, The bartender, you could tell, was stressed. He was like, man, it is crazy. Was it a bar? Oh, you're talking about us. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. It was banging Where, was It was it a, a bar? bar and restaurant. Yeah, you've okay. been there with us. But, okay. yeah, like a sports bar. But, I mean, it. It was. It might have been the most crowded I've seen it, and then it, it emptied out pretty quick. But like, 
everybody in our neighborhood was out at like a couple bars. Well, and yeah, the I bartenders didn't... were stressed out. Like we got there kind of at the end of the rush and they were like, it has been crazy today. And what was cool is they had like a holiday vibe in there. I mean, it was, yeah, it was good vibrations for sure. Yeah, people were drinking hot toddies, like hanging out. Everybody Chat was, with each other. Yeah, everybody was super friendly. That is one thing we were talking about. Even my mom and I talked about this. Like the snow does bring out, like the first couple of days is like a holiday feel. Community. Yeah. Community, man. Same with power outages. And I think we all need a little more community. We all crave it, but we've gotten so separated. I will see it on soapbox, but you know what I mean. Once all that snow changed other stuff last night, like even the tree outside my apartment building, a, a branch broke off of it. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go buy a candle. I'm not <laughs> positive my lights, my power is going to stay on. Dude, I love you. I'm going to go buy a candle. <laughs> so I can I'm just picturing you with one of those old school little carriers like your boy Ben Franklin would have. It's going to read by candlelight. I got this. Four score and seven years ago. <laughs> That's how the Patriots win a Super Bowl. Well, that's the other thing, too, man. Like, like everybody's so used to living in city. Like, when the power is out and it's dark, it is dark. Yeah. I know it reminds you of getting back to nature. Yeah. So we're in, like, an urban jungle. I love when the power goes out. And I think people weirdly – you see people, like, scared and then weirdly disappointed when they're all huddled around candles and then it comes back on. But it definitely brings people together, man. It's great. Yeah, and the other fun thing, too, like, obviously if you have kids or whatever and there's a day canceled, you don't – you know, but, like – that the initial snow came in on like a Friday night into Saturday. So most people, I think, were just kind of stuck where they were. So I was like, all right, we'll just hang out here. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what else was I going to talk about? Uh, was anybody else, I shouldn't say surprised. I, I was a little bit surprised that they actually convicted El Chapo. Like really? I, he was I, in a U.S. court, right? He was. How would they not convict him? I just, I've said... I've said this for months now. Like, if I was on that jury, there's no way I could vote him guilty. Oh, I see what you're saying. Just oh, out of fear. yeah, his jury trial is criminal trial. Yeah, I thought this was like, oh, dude, yeah. I I hear what you're saying, and I will say this: it's something I've said many times before. Billionaires do not go to prison. So you're right. That actually is kind of surprising. I didn't really think about that. I was just like, I sort of just passed over it as I was reading through the news. But yeah, they convicted him on ten counts. Did they show the people's faces who were on the jury? I don't think so. I don't think you could. You just, but how did they even see the trial? Well, I mean, he saw their faces. That's why people were crying. They're like, I don't want to be on this. Yeah. I don't know if that's open. I mean, I think you changed the rules. Yeah. Like, do you let people in there to see that? Like, I'm sure there's media. Yeah. Either way, it kind of, I was like, all right. Yeah. And there's still ways of finding out. You have enough money, you can find out who was in that box. You know what I mean? We're talking about like that. He has like that Jeff Bezos money that like find out the National Enquirer stuff in two days money. Have we talked about the Bezos thing yet? We nope. It. Does it amaze anybody else the power of fake boobs? Nope. Does she have fake boobs? What's her name? The new one does. I'm po- all right. The, uh, <laughs> the replacement? What's her name? I mean, I'm not. Yeah, I'm the, just, I'm sure. Did you say believe- amaze or surprise? It I, amazes me the power of fake boobs. It does not surprise me the power of fake boobs. I guess you're right. It shouldn't surprise me. I just, I was just like. I didn't get it with Jeff Bezos new. What's, <laughs> what would you call it? Mistress? Yeah. Bay? <laughs> I just, I, I was just like literally like a pair of fake boobs has gotten this ma- is, is made another woman the second richest person in the world. Wow, those are okay. Wait, did his first wife have no have fake ones? First... Did Tiger's girl have fake ones? She got like two hundred fifty million. Tiger Woods? Yeah, that's what I heard. Well, Tiger Woods was uh, Tiger she Woods got crazy money. Tiger Woods in true golfer fashion. Remember, he got in trouble. He took gimmies like down at Sherry's and stuff in Florida. <laughs> what? I don't even know what gimmies. that means. Are you speaking to me in some ter- sort of golf terminology? You know, like, sh- like you know what a gimme is, right? 
I mean, golf I do. Yeah, so I'm saying he took gimmies. Like, that was always the story is that he was hitting on, like, the 19-year-old VIP host or, like, the waitress at Sherry's and, like, Tiger Woods. The waitress at Sherry's? Yeah, you know, like, Sherry's, the f***ing restaurant? Yeah, dude, I yeah. like Sherry's. Oh, I thought you were asking me, like, what's going on? Like, yeah, that that was one of the stories I heard is that he just was, like, hooking up with the random waitress down at Sherry's. Wow. Yeah, so wow. He was, he was all about those gimmies. Takedowns. Okay. Yeah. Bezos, I think you were talking about a golf gimme that's, like, you know, yeah. Okay. I also, the Bezos thing just amazes me. It's like, you own Amazon. You couldn't have honestly thought you were going to keep a mistress a secret. I mean, maybe he just doesn't doesn't give a damn, you know? But yeah, <sighs> I mean, it sounded like he got exposed. They tried to get out in front of it, issued a press release like a day later. And it's like, hey, by the way, the Bezos family, you know, we're breaking up. But like, I bet you, they made it sound like, oh, we're going to be friends, whatever. You saw the press release, I'm sure. But Mama Bezos has got to be pissed. Of course she is. Anybody would be. It, I mean, it just, number one, you never want to find out that your significant other has been having an affair. Like, a, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think people work through infidelities. Right. But, like, he, she, he had a full-on relationship with this woman. Like, that's crushing to the other person in the relationship. Man, she is banging. Oh, yeah. I just got the photo up. Well, dude, look, look it's up. It's hard to be insensitive. Look up her look up. past, like, boyfriends. Like, she's run through some athletes. Like, I mean, it, it kind of is who you think it is. But, uh, <laughs> Tony Gonzalez, Patrick White. Yeah, Tony Gonzalez. That was the other big name I remembered. Uh, God damn it, I lost my thought. Right, so I guess that's my thing with bait. Like, of course she's going to be pissed. She found out you've been dating this woman for eight months. Like, she's going to get it. Some other NBA guy. I can't see his name. Derek something. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And again, so she's listen. all about the powerful men. And, and there's, look, if she wants to date powerful men, that's fine. I, and I am not. Judging, like people fall in and out of love. I my only suggestion generally is maybe wait till you're single again to have a full on relationship, or if you're in love with somebody else. And look, this happens. Like sometimes people meet somebody else they like better, blah blah blah. But like, tell the other person. Well, yeah, I, I am with you, but like I'm totally with you. I think honesty and transparency is key. But there are co-founding variables here. A lot of them. I mean, you think about on the first. What do you mean by that? First, so there's cofactors. Like first on a local level, right? Like he's got a wife. They have kids together. They have a stable family unit thing going on. Okay, I get not wanting to upset the kids, but you know, like so there's there's that. I'm not saying don't do it. I'm saying that exists. Then there's also the fact that he is CEO of one of the largest publicly traded companies in the country, and any sort of like you know lying, bad press, etc. Etc. literally costs people billions. Again, I'm not saying that's a reason not to say anything, just saying it's something you have to think about. Then you also think about like all the government contracting they do, all this stuff with uh, Blue Origin. Like he's involved in so many of the companies, Washington Post. Um, he's an early investor in Google, a bunch of other companies. So there's just like, you know, there's a web of relationships that powerful men tend to have, and all those dominoes, you know, start to fall. And I think. This I don't know how long they were together, but this thing probably came out before he was ready, it sounds like. And I don't know. I'm with you. I don't know how he thought he was going to keep that a secret. I think he should have gone honesty and transparency. Clearly, he didn't. And so, you know, here we are. But there's just, you know, it's complicated, I guess, is my only point. Not that he shouldn't have, you know, come out immediately and said it. But, you know, because first they're not really dating. They just kind of like each other or whatever. And it's not a big thing. And there's that one peck on the cheek. Like, it's, it slides slowly. And so there's never, like, a moment when you're like, okay, like, now the SEC says, I got to say something about this. You know what I mean? Like, is it the moment that you actually, you know, can we say penetrate an orifice? 
Sure. Yep. But I, but on the same token, I mean, that's his personal life. Like, I'm not saying, like, it, if is him getting divorced going to hurt Amazon? No, no, no. I think him people hearing about the infidelity. So it's also possible that you know his his main squeeze was on the take, and she's just like, okay, look, you found someone else. We've already separated, worked this out a year ago. You know, and he's that's a good point. Not I didn't think about that way. Banging this other broad, but he's like, look, you walk with. You know, I don't even, God knows how much money they have. Two, she probably walks with, what, like $30 billion? Oh, I think it's more than that. Yeah, I don't know. Like <sighs> I think she's going to walk with, yeah, like. I mean, we're talking like global, like country, dude. a wealth of a country. It's like uh. wealth of like Denmark or something. I don't know. Just threw that out there. But you know what I'm saying? So it's like I could see a mutually agreed upon scenario wherein like they both kind of get to do whatever they want. It's like, look, let's keep the idea of a family unit alive to keep the share price of shares that we both own a ton of together and keep the you know the facade going so you know i got to imagine she's a very intelligent woman and so i you know leads me to believe she she knows what she's doing i don't know that that's the case but you know i want to say that she has a master's degree oh no she's well i mean look i'll just say this you know dude got got big and he got got (laughs) yeah he did kind of swell up there the last year or two yeah and he's not like massive but for jeff bezos he's putting in the work yeah dude have you seen that meme like i sell books for a living he went from i sell books for a living (laughs) to i sell whatever the fuck i want (laughs) it's like him all swole yeah i I don't know that i mean that's again like it's his personal life i just when i saw that woman i was just like fake boobs are at it again yeah it's so weird man because like you see them and at first you're kind of like repulsed is not the right word but the reaction is a little weird but they overwhelm your like biological senses you're like she is ready to mate you know on some we were talking. To, I mean, yeah, I was just thinking about like mouth hugs and the enthusiasm factor that probably isn't there with your wife of how many years, and then you get fake boobs coming in there. Like, whew. yeah, I will say the <laughs> we'll leave, we'll leave him alone. But I, one time, fake boobs really pissed me off. Was upset at a restaurant with Migs, and the waitress was smoking hot, right? But she had fake boobs, and she had this just attitude. Like, she just seemed annoyed with us. And at one point, I wanted to be like, you know, you're not that hot. Nature doesn't make anything <laughs> like this. Like, you went and added parts to be this hot. It's like, hot. you are that hot, but, like, tone it down. Oh, I've wanted yeah. to say that to people before. Yeah, right? Like, yeah, I'd be more appealing without the attitude. Excuse sure. me. I lived in Santa Barbara. <laughs> yeah, right. That's like Australia. Same thing. I come back here in like a Seattle tent. And I'm like, eh. yeah. Or yeah. even Austin, you'd talk about it too. Yeah, but Australia is another yeah. level. Yeah, but sometimes too, it's like, look, even though you're super, like, I, I'm just, you know what I mean? Like, I'm talking to you the way I would talk to any waitress. Like, <laughs> like we're not hitting on you. Yeah, yeah, man. And you know, I don't know much about this whole this whole Bezos thing or much about fake boobs in general. But I, I will say this: you know, the technology is getting better. One. Um, just I think I should go on record. And and two, there is some sort of weird subconscious level that that takes the mating circuitry to. So, oh yeah, yeah. again because because the human bodies aren't supposed to look like that, right? Right. It's like back in the day, if a girl had a big butt, right? It was kind of the joke. She had little bee stings, right? Because it was like, yeah. all right, she's got a huge butt, a great butt. Maybe she doesn't have the biggest boobs. But you're like, That's no, a- dude. I thought the two bee stings were always the. Uh, those two like little dimples right above the butt. Oh, I thought they were just talking about the chest. Actually, yeah. they could be talking about both because there's a rap line that I'm thinking of where it says, an up top, uh, two B stings, which would 
more go with your version. But right, like I, I don't know. It's kind of like, like so. So I'm just saying now you have people who have bodies that shouldn't have those that have them, and it's like, <laughs> of course I'm attracted to this. Is it a problem if I Google female bee stings at your place of business? No. Okay. That's Thrill's computer. I'm sure it's had worse Googled. <laughs> female bee stings, though, is just going to be about female bees. Yeah. And they don't actually sting people. Do this, does queen sting people? I, know, I wish you could give Google like a nudge. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Nastygoogle.com. Nasty Google. Uh, well, <laughs> that's dirty Google, say, like dirty right, cop. Right. Like, but that was always kind of like the joke, right? Like, oh, she got a great butt. Doesn't have the Like, also, I just want to go on record as saying, I love all boobs. Yeah, and all butts. This yeah, is... big butts or big boobs, little boobs. Like, it matters the girl they're on, but, like, I, I've never been like, I got to break up with her because of boobs. And also, I think we would be remiss if we didn't say that the podcast is against cheating in general and extramarital affairs. We're just talking about it because it's timely, but I think we're pro the truth, most importantly, and being honest with your mate. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, these tube sites with all the porn... Did you guys know you can make like a free membership with them and like store favorites? No. Yeah. I'm not that deep in the game. But think about it. There's so many. You can't, like, you can literally, it, it doesn't cost any money. You, and you can use like an old email address. And then you'll have a login <laughs> and you can. <laughs> do not have, do this. You can just have favorites. It's so cool to go back. I forgot I had it. And so I, I went logged in a, while, a couple weeks ago and like, it was like from five years ago, I created an account with X videos and, uh, and then it was like, oh, I remember that one. And then. Hey yeah, girl, you can, how you doing? But because <laughs> it's to tough to keep track of how them. The There's kids? so much now. It's impossible to like, you know, keep, keep track of all your favorites and you can literally just like, <laughs> did you invent a backstory to tell him what you've been got, doing the last five years? No, I was just furious with myself for forgetting. Like, his goddamn I'm gambling so death. stupid. <laughs> How did I forget? I've watched so many porns between then and now that I would have loved to have just had, had archived and yeah, just missing out. So I don't log in every time I browse, but if I browse and I find something, it's just a quick, you log in in the upper right-hand corner, and then you click add to favorites, and bam, you're good to go. Ted, so, where are you at on the porns? Like, what do I watch? No, no, no. I mean, okay, well, that answers the first question. <laughs> do you watch porn? I just meant, where are you at on porn, the subject in general? You know, philosophically or as I it mean, applies to your life, whatever. I like porn, but I, I have to be, to me, cautious and not watch it all the time. <laughs> and when I say all the time, like, it just, it's very easy. Like, sometimes I'll get depressed and, like, masturbating is a very simple kind of easy, you'll feel better, like. Cheap. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes I have to be careful as I'll find myself watching porn, like, five days in a week. And I'm just, like, easy. Right? Yeah. And then I worry, just like, we've talked about this for years. I just worry that it just... You know, if you can constantly just click to the next awesome thing, it's like, well, what's Kenny? Lo is Kenny Loggins going to be able to perform when we just have a normal woman in our bed? Yeah, there's that. There's like it short circuiting the reward circuitry. So like, then you're no longer pursuing women because your body thinks that you're like with all of these attractive mates, and it's like, oh, we're good. We don't have to push any harder to find mates. And then also, there's like the like there's uh, the the rising unattainable standard, let's say, of like, oh, yeah, I just don't find that woman hot or that one hot or that one hot because I've seen like some of the best in the world doing what they are the best in the world at. What do you mean no <laughs> <laughs> You got to wait for your anniversary. By the way, that's one of my favorite jokes. You're going to you're gonna have to bleep the word when we keep saying it. Oh, really? All right. Fair enough. But whenever – yeah, you can't use that. <laughs> but I mentioned it. Rectal? 
I use that for every time somebody like once like it happens at least a few times a year. Somebody be like, "It's the whatever anniversary," and I go, "You know what anniversary that is?" <laughs> Doesn't matter if it's the first, the twenty fifth, the tenth, eighth, like gold, silver, diamond. Get out of yeah, here! No, no, no. It's always oh yeah, you know what that is? Big hit at cocktail parties. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say you're flying home for? Uh, <laughs> just visit visits people, <laughs> birthday party, right? Jesus, let's let's let's. Uh, it's my sister, so let's not bring that into the equation right now. All right, well, it's creepy. I was like, "What? No, no, not the conversation." Visiting family—it's already awkward enough. Uh, all right, uh, right. So we just have next week off, and then we're back the Tuesday yep. after. For right. Episode two fifty for episode two fifty. So everybody else, uh, we might, yeah. To plan something special, which means we'll do nothing and we'll show up and be like, "Oh man, it's two fifty. Like, oh, we'll, wow, I didn't we'll probably go long because we'll, both of us will have been on the East Coast. Are you so. predicting you're going to go long? Well, I think we both will. I feel like you're throwing me in there. Well, I mean, I hope you have an exciting trip with lots to talk about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I see what you're doing here, Coach. Realize you're so good at the back paddle. <laughs> Sorry, Mentrum fans. I said that joke to Miles once. All right. <laughs> How dare you recycle? Recycle of jokes. God, we got some emails over there. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, we also received one of the greatest emails we've ever received, but we can close with that. Okay. All right. Um, I like it. <laughs> uh, greetings to the greatest podcast in all the land. All, all the, the land. land. Guys, given that post-Super Bowl blues can be expected, I have a possible solution. The Six Nations starts the same weekend and lasts for six weeks, finishing on St. Patrick's Day weekend. Don't know if you get it in the States, but the entertainment value is worth it. Wait a minute. Is this from Darren? Uh, no, it's from Ted's Irish pal, Ron. Oh, yeah. I met him through Darren. All right. Um, <laughs> or Ron, six, Ron, sorry. Six Nations is rugby, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, in relation to the Cobb topic. Uh, I've been watching it, by the way. <clears throat> uh, no to the condoms as, nothing, as there's nothing worse than a chewy rib. Guys, have a diligent year and keep up the good work. Ted's Irish pal, Ron. Yeah, man. Ron's great, man. He listens to our podcast in Belfast. Oh, oh hell yeah. Yeah, so I met him once, and then it's, I knew that had to be from him, because honestly, I've been the last two weekends, I've watched some of the Six Nations World Cup, because uh, Ron hit me up a couple weeks ago. I was like, dude, get into this. You'll like it. That's dope. Also, the Seawolves in Seattle are a big rugby club. Yeah. They won the league last year. I don't know anybody personally on the team, but- They've reached out to me a few times. We, we got to go check that out one weekend. Yeah, it'd be cool to get one of them in here, too. Yeah. yeah, we should go check one out. I've seen a couple of guys around in jerseys who looked like they knew what they were doing, but I you know, I have no idea. I told you I was all pumped because this weekend somebody said I looked like a rugby player. I was like, all right. There we go. See? Yeah. Solid upgrade. I like that. Uh, thanks, Mikey Dubs, for the birthday wishes. Appreciate it. Uh, what's up, fellas? Just wanted to keep this pancake waffle battle alive and well. You guys talked about plain cakes versus plain waffles. I've got to say that I love a plain hot ego. In my broke bachelor days, I'd never have uh, syrup or butter at the same time, so I'd eat my eggos plain, and they're awesome. Nowadays, my wife will make up to 50 cakes at a time and freeze them for our daughter's breakfast, and my little lady and I love eating cold plain pancakes together. They're good, and it makes for good bonding time. Now on to Cobb Topics. If it was just me, uh, I could take a mean dog or, oh, this is for uh, what animal could you kill with your bare hands? Uh... If it was just me, I could take a mean dog or a house cat out, any breed. Uh, most definitely stomp out a chicken, and I could totally kill a goat with my bare hands as long as I've got horn control. Now, if I'm out on some trail or in the wild and say I've got my kids with me, then I would kill anything to protect my kids, even human predators. I'd kill anything that went after my children for sure. 
Smiley face. Peace to the greatest. <laughs> peace face. to the greatest podcast on the land. All, All the land. land. Jesse the body. <laughs> Sounds like peace. <laughs> Let's go kill some animals. Yeah, but I mean, also, I gotta say, like, we're not, we're not parents. Like that instinct. Well, that instinct just isn't something we have. Yeah, that's true, and we may get there. You know, uh, this is frankly one of the best emails we've gotten here, in my opinion. Afternoon, boys. Uh, it's from Ruben. Afternoon, boys. Hope this letter finds you well. Sorry I missed you at the meetup. I heard it was the party of the century. Regarding our theme, I'm on board with Listen and Learn. I think it conveys all the correct messages. You've inspired me to write another The Podcast exclusive track. I hope you like it. Matt? Listen, Listen to, where to where the people, people are at. Learn where the people are at. If something's wrong with your car, whatever it is, where do you check first? 2019 energy. I ain't gonna be in a shirt. I don't view tears as a sign of weakness in the I view them as a sign of strength. Listen learn, man. Would the world be a better place if ribbed condoms tasted like ribs? Learn and listen. Listen and learn. Listen and learn. We listen and we learn. Listen and learn, man. The podcast, 2019. <laughs> oh, really? oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wow. <laughs> Who said that in? Ruben said that in. Dude, yeah, behind what's what's Mattman and yeah, that's pretty funny, man. The more you listen to it, the more you hear too. I've listened to it like five times, dude. <laughs> I got it like one in the morning. I was just banging it out in my house. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> I just like the tone in the beginning. Do you want to do it again? Let's do it one more time. Okay. Listen, listen to, to where, where the people, people are at. at. Learn where the people are at. If something's wrong with your car, whatever it is, where do you check first? 2019 energy. I ain't gonna be in a shirt. I don't view tears as a sign of weakness in the I view them as a sign of strength. Would the world be a better place if ribbed condoms tasted like ribs? Learn and listen. Listen and learn. Listen and learn. We listen and we learn. Listen and learn, man. The podcast, 2019. I mean, it's somewhere between uh, one of the funniest things I've heard to also like, this is like a weird acid trip. Because <laughs> you sound, your voice, the way, the way he did it, it sounds so like, listen and learn. Like you're cult leader. The way you're so asking perfect. about ribbed condoms, just, it sounds like this prophetic thing. And then it's like, would we comments be better if they tasted like ribs? Which I think we've established is a no. <laughs> it's a hard no on those slimy ribs. Uh, all right. Well, let's listen to some of his original stuff there, Matt. All right. What's hey, hey, good? What's Matt? Before we get to what's Matt-ing. Hey, what's good? What's Matt? Check out what's Matt. Well, um, snow mattened a lot, and that was uh, pretty much the the theme of the weekend. I mean, we didn't, <laughs> yeah, it was right. Didn't have much saying that, um, but it was awesome, man. Ballard's a cool part of town. Uh, we got out and walked around, like I was saying, supporting. Um, supporting the businesses that were open that, you know, were just like, uh, I don't know all the stories, but like there's, they, I was not going to bars. I could see bars 
having a you know neighborhood bars having a pretty good turnout during that time. But um, you know we were going to like dessert places and restaurants, and they were yeah, there's nobody in there at, at some of these places. <laughs> so it was cool to to be out there, and um, yeah, there's just like. I just had so much goddamn sugar the whole time. Like, I the first day I was like, it's snow day, candy day. And then it was like, well, then we went to the hotcakes place right after that. Dude, I still, there's one right by my I house. There I still haven't been. Same. All right. Yeah, well, it's it's pretty good. Um, we finally got the peanut butter cup. I don't know why we hadn't gotten that one yet, but it was really good. Um, and then... We also went to Pie Bar. We also went to Sweet Mickey's, the candy st- store. So, yeah, it was just really about enjoying the the weather and doing whatever the hell I wanted. It's just a weird vibe when it's snowing in Seattle. Like, you really get to just say, fuck it. And just, like, let, it's like, it's almost like a, like a festival where it's like, I'm just letting this happen as it happens. Yeah. Like I'm I've relinquished control and agendas and it's just what's going on right here, right now is all I care about and wow I'm doing a really good job of making the most of it. And so um yeah, it was awesome. One funny thing that happened that I made a note of, I also tweeted it, so Ted, you might have kinda heard this, but I was walking home on Thursday night from the gym and I walked past the QFC and it was the snowpocalypse. Like, everyone was in all the lines. They were going halfway back the aisles. Like, you could see the shelves being decimated from the outside. And I was just looking in, and I was just like, Whew. like, gave a whistle about it because I was so caught off guard. And I was literally looking inside, and there's a lady on the opposite side of me, like, walking by. And I was looking in the window whistled as I like turned my head away from it and she was on the other side of me there's no way I could have even seen her and she shot me a look like I was whistling at her it's not your wolf whistle there she was not wolf with whistle worthy Cobb and I wanted to check her so bad and be like <laughs> bitch calm down that was not for you like look at that and uh but I just let her you know it's like hey Sorry, you got offended at a compliment that I wasn't sending your way. Like, good God. Yeah. Check that privilege. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, when was the last time you were whistled at? Like, it had to have at least been three presidents ago. So, Ooh. yeah, I was very Damn. I was very caught off guard by like, what is going on here? Um, but that was, yeah, that was pretty fun. And then the rest of the weekend kicked ass. Yesterday was the wildest, man. Like, those snowflakes, I don't know if you were out when it was, when the... It was supposed to be raining by this point. The weather apps were all saying, like, it'll be raining, and then that's going to melt all the snow. And I'm like, perfect, because i got to get to work tonight, and I have front-wheel drive. <laughs> like, And then we were waiting for that, and it, the snowflakes just kept getting bigger and bigger on our walk to the pot shop, and it was a ton of fun. And Dude, the pot shop by me was closed for, like, three days. No way. Yeah, shout-out to Dockside. They, they stayed open every day of it kind of limited hours it's funny tyler my girlfriend called them um and they just answered the phone like we're open till 8 30 oh good good <laughs> She's like, that's exactly what i was calling he's like i figured i'll see you soon yeah, good talk see you out there yeah, yeah i grabbed some on like friday because i knew it was gonna be crazy and then like la- like basically today i had like a little bit left and i was like i'm gonna have to ration this out and then this morning on the walk in i was like oh you guys are open and the guys like yeah dude 
And I was like, dude, I was rash. And everybody's like, yeah, we get it. We all were. Like, we're, we're back. Get, get in, in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I also want to say, in Matt's defense, like people need to understand, like, like in 14 years I've lived here, this was the most snow I've ever seen in a storm. I think they said in 50 plus years, the most that we've gotten, right? So, so right now it's the snowiest month since like 1960 something. But I I think Friday, I don't know, 52, I I believe. Yeah, I think combined Friday and Sunday snow was like the big, but like that doesn't count technically as one storm, if that makes sense. Right. But you can probably in the city too. We could probably take the last week and and say that's the snowiest week in a long, long time. Oh, yeah, easily. So, Mm -hmm. so yeah, it was was nuts. And, you know, I was joking around on the air on Friday morning, you know, about like, oh, everybody's freaking out so much that like now it's pretty much guaranteed it's not going to happen. Like, you know, because it just seemed like so much hype. And that happened a few years ago where like we got caught off guard by some snow. The news was like, more's coming. And everybody freaked out. And then it was just like rain. Like it just because it's just a. It's just a couple degrees here or there. Like, I don't know that it got below 25 at any point during all of this. Um, So we're always, like, and weather weather predictions just have a little margin for error. And the rain-snow line. Yeah. Where it moves, right? Because, like, we're sitting here right now taping this. But, like, Taryn hasn't been to work yesterday or today. And she was still getting snow today. Because she lives, what, an hour north of the city. Yeah, and they're getting that, like, wind off the ocean. Yeah. So, yeah, it was wild for Seattle. It's it's crazy. It's gonna it's gonna yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be around for a minute. Yeah, there's not a huge another one, aren't we? Yeah, there's some talk. It's just it's exactly what Matt's saying. I think by like next week we're gonna be back, or like by later this week, like we're gonna have some snow showers tonight, and then like Thursday could, but it's not gonna be cold enough, so it's just gonna be rain. Like, the next week it might come back a little bit. Right there on that line. We are, man. It's fun. Enjoy it as much as you can. I know it's obviously a pain in the ass for some people in some regards, and like. But yeah, you you know, I saw something that was like, you know, you get to control how how you want to make the snow. Like if you want to make it a fun thing, cool, and it's very easy to make it into you know focusing on the negatives, and that's just kind of like it's an opportunity to to embrace something and see it for the good. That sometimes yeah, there's people just like talking smack about the internet. I was glad I didn't spend much time on it, and I was too bu- busy. Being out in the snow, enjoying it. Yeah, some of the snow apocalypse stuff, right? So I was sick Wednesday and Thursday, so I didn't go to the store, but I just saw everybody on Twitter, right? And like the two grocery stores by Cobb and I's house, like they were both like barren from what I can tell. Oh, yeah. The line was over 100 people at the one by mine. Right. So then it was wild because I was like, oh, crap. But then Friday morning on the walk to work, I just stopped at the corner store by my house and like, they still had bread. They had everything. Yeah. And I was like, did nobody think to go to a quarter store? Oh, yeah. I was at the 7-Eleven across the street from me all the time. They had everything. Yeah, and, people, and I get it. Like, that's the thing, too, I'd like to tell people. Because like, everybody's like, whoa, I'm from Chicago, or I'm from New York, or Boston, or D.C., and we do this and that. It's like, shut up. Like, look, yeah. it was going to be, it, it was the biggest storm in years in Seattle. Like, people freaked out. They went to the grocery store. They bought everything they could. And look, I mean, it was a Friday night storm Saturday stop Saturday morning for a little bit. Saturday was nice, and then Sunday it snowed again. Like people, I don't blame people. Go get some food. Go get some good food. You want to cook and eat. Yeah, you didn't die. You yeah, know, don't worry. Like, don't worry about it. And a lot of people were saying count. like carbs don't count. Not <laughs> not in winter storms. I believe. I heard that. this nutrition coach was just like going to town on all the refined sugar he could find in his neighborhood. Dude yeah. was going wild. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, uh, I think it's about that time. Yeah. Beep, 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 Cobb topic. Cobb topic. Dude, so I was watching this like little series on 
Well, first of all, it's kind of that time of year, so it'll be timely. But I was watching this series that they have out on Netflix now called Getting Back with the Ex. It's this Australian series about people getting back with their ex-girlfriends. I watched the preview for it and was like, why would I put myself through this? It looked super uncomfortable. It looks so, so uncomfortable. I mean, look, we all know it's exactly what you think it is. Like, God, this is... Sorry, go ahead. I made it 1.3 episodes. That's, all right. Yeah, I was like, like, okay, I can't take it. There's some sexual tension. Everyone obviously is beautiful because it's Australia. The women are just dropped dead gorgeous. There's even like a 50-year-old woman on it who's still got it. But anyway, so yeah, it's as, as uncomfortable as you would think. But that spawned the cop topic this week. And, uh, you know, if it's something mundane, that's fine. But if it's like really bad or really like good and off the charts, let us know about it. Uh, the cop topic this week is what is your high school crush doing now think about like that unattainable girl in high school or maybe you dated her a little bit on and off whatever but where's she at now Man. where's he at now where's the guy that you were pining after whatever so anyway yeah feel free to email us email the podcast the last i heard from the one i don't think she's doing it anymore but she was teaching fitness classes and working in promotions at a different radio station around here wow and was this an ex or just a girl? No, no, no. The out of my league girl. I mean, I was, I, I considered myself fortunate to be in her friend zone, but no, it was not. Yeah, we were not a thing. I just, she was my high school crush. Yeah, the girl I was always in love with. Like, we're still friends. Like, I never, we never hooked up or nothing. But we still hang out. Where is she now? Uh, back home. I don't want to say anymore, dude. Like, like it's fine now. I know, I'm just but trying like, to get it out. I'm not going to be on the podcast talking about it. Like, that would make it awkward next time I see this person. I was trying to get it out. Of you. Are you guys close enough that she listens? I'm not going to answer that. Oh, okay, like, sorry, geez. sorry. I'm My like, eyes it's I, I'm not thinking anyone's going to hear this, so I understand. No, but Cobb. there's people that know me that are laughing. I'm just like, yeah, I, I don't want to go back down that path. Like, we're friends now. It's fine. Bob, what about you? That's a loaded fucking uh, question. <laughs> yeah, mine, I believe, is trying to make it as a an author. An author? Yeah. Oh wow. I thought yeah. you were gonna say like actress or something. No, she was always she was always crazy smart, but she um she's very uh self-defeating, I would say is the right word. And um yeah, I would say that like uh I guess loosely like, you know. Alcohol and drugs got a hold of her for a bit. And, um, yeah, she just, I don't know, just kind of like went off on a crazy path that now, I mean, I she always had said she wanted to be an author when we were younger. And now it's like kind of coming back around. I think she sorted her life out. So I mean, drugs and alcohol are not a disqualifier for becoming a great author. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, and no kidding. They may be the opposite. I mean, so. Well, the other thing, too, you got to keep in mind, like, I went to an all-guy school. So, like, there wasn't, like, a girl I saw every day at high school that I was like, oh, uh, I like her. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's torturous. And then as an adult, trying to think. I mean, teachers were hitting on this girl. I can remember one specifically watching her go down. That is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it is. <laughs> uh, all right, so we'll be off next week, and then <laughs> right off, like, dude, like, goddamn, just a- steer out of that one for a two yeah. week. Yeah, I can't believe you watched a episode of that show. Because <laughs> I'm just like, like, I saw the preview, and I was like, wait a minute, I don't have to watch this to know how this goes. Like, if you had a relationship with somebody, right, like. Yeah, like, I'm sure the first few times you go out again. This is super comfortable. This is super fun. Why did we ever stop? Right, and then eventually you're just going to get back to whatever the breaking point is. Oh, yeah, I hate you. But also with that (laughs) said, like, part of the the thing is the one guy's, like, breaking up with whoever was, like, like the biggest mistake of my life. Yep, that's what they all pretty much say. 
Right. Where it's like, I'm a single person. I've had three serious girlfriends. I've been broken up with by one, and then I did the breaking up on two. But I don't, I, I don't regret any of them, if that makes sense. Like, I'm not like, oh, man, she was the love of my life. I shouldn't have broke up with her. I screwed that up. I'm like, yeah. no, I think that was the right call. All right. That I mean, that's why that show for me, I'm just like, I do not want to go back down there. I hear what you're saying. Does any part of that, oh, that's a way longer topic. doesn't matter. Never mind. Yeah, well, and I think, too, for me, like, most people, like, when you have, like, that first or, like, that serious girl, like, that girl, like, and it's not like you broke up the first time and ended it. You probably already tried this a couple times. I mean, I guess just what I was going to ask, like, it, you know, as someone who's been uh, accused and possibly rightly so of being emotionally unavailable, what do you feel like that says about your emotional availability in those relationships? The fact that there hasn't been... Or, or actually, your maybe your prudent decision making on getting out of those relationships. Well, keep in mind, goes both ways. I mean, my first girlfriend, right? When I moved, I mean, that was over. What is it? Twenty nineteen? That was eleven years ago or something. But I mean, the first, you know, three years after that were hell. You know, yeah. it was very brutal on me. I mean, there's a whole backstory that I'm not going to say here, but it was. But I'm just saying, at this point in my life, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Like I don't sit back there and go, "Oh man, if I saw it, you know." Yeah, I think that's the best way to live. Now, yeah. How long had these people in this show been broken up for? Because like it could be know. in that in that two three year window where they're still like, oh my god, I don't, dude, I don't. That's what I'm telling you. Like I was at home sick. I watched a whole Murder Mountain. I watched that, I but then I clicked on the Netflix one. I watched a preview, and I was just like, oh my god, that's gonna make me feel terribly uncomfortable. I have a question. Shortest was three years. Longest was twenty five. Okay. Boom. Okay. Yeah. So that's out of that that window that you were talking about. Yeah. Okay. The nostalgia window. And sometimes, to be honest it, with you, you can be in pain and hurting about a relationship and still know you shouldn't be in that That's relationship. what I was going to ask about, like, in that window. Were you still pretty, like, set and, and you know, confident that... Oh, no. Oh, no? He was... No, not at all. <laughs> okay. That's what I'm saying. It's easy. I mean, like, I'm trying to think, like, one, like the second girlfriend I had, like, I, I had broken it. Like, the first two I broke off each, and, like... The second one just was a little smoother, but the first, I mean, the first, like, first of anything, it just hurts worse. Oh, yeah. And, and, and I can't go too far down this track because everybody, a lot of people <laughs> know me personally, but it, there was a whole other story of thing involved that made it tougher to get past. I got you. If I could say that, yep. you know, to put it lightly. Copy that, man. Copy yeah. that. All right. Well, th- well I, we were going to have a good time, but I got kind of serious at the end there. But yeah, I watched I watched a whole mur- I watched Murder Mountain in like a day and a half, and I clicked on that extra and was like, no, 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 <laughs> no. chance. And then not I, this February. And then I started Ozarks. <laughs> not today, Satan. I will say also before I go, a funny thing. I felt like I talked about this. Like I still watch a crazy amount of sports, kind of have them on, but I watch less and less TV. But I find myself more excited to watch it. Like That's it's, what I'm saying. It's been a few days, and I'm like, ooh, we can get out of here. Like, I can go home. Like, I can get in at Ozarks tonight. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Moderation. <laughs> Which I will not be practicing next week as I eat Lito's pizzas, Old Bay chicken wings, crab cakes. Oh, really? I'm, I was bringing my moderation habits to New York with me. Oh, well, go ahead. <laughs> Just kidding. My girlfriend's been tagging me in food videos all week. Yeah, and you know me. I'll still be good and eat better than I did, but I'm just like, I'm like. It's about to go down. We're going to eat some food. <laughs> yeah. All right, so there you go. This episode uh, 249 for MCTP for Cobb and the Ted Smith is the podcast. Cheers.